Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 205 and session number 60 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here live on the podcast or recorded on the podcast. And uh, yeah, I get to actually talk to you guys and uh, really answer your questions that you guys are having right now. And the way that you guys do this is you head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask and you do that. You ask a question, you record that voicemail and I answer it here on the show. And you guys that have been submitting the questions, I just want to say thank you so much for taking time to submit them. All the kind words, it really means a lot. And you guys know that this is like the highlight of my week, right? This is where I get to feel as though we're sitting down at that coffee shop and just talking about business and Amazon and e-commerce and just all of that stuff. And anyone that did attend our TAS Breakthrough Live event and you're listening, you guys know how excited I get about talking about this stuff. And we were able to sit in in a room for over, gosh, what was it, seven seven hours, uh, almost eight hours? Uh, I think it was eight hours. And we were able to just really dive into these deep discussions. And that's what I like to do here on the Ask Scott session is, is listen to your questions uh, through a voicemail. It's the only way that we can really connect that way. And then be able to answer them or at least give you my opinions or my advice. Now, I did want to share a quick story with you. I met a woman at the Rocky Mountain Resellers Conference that I spoke at, all right? And that was a great event, by the way, as well. I was able to do a a closing keynote there where I was able to talk about how to discover your why, your what, and your how. And uh, I actually did an episode uh a few episodes back where I kind of talked about what I was going to talk about, but I didn't really know 100% what I was going to talk about. And, uh, I got a lot of, uh, you know, great feedback from that. But since then I've done it, I've done the keynote and I'm actually going to play that recording of that event, uh, here soon. So look forward to, uh, to listening to that. It was pretty awesome and had an amazing time. But let me get back to my story. I met a woman there. She came up. She goes, I'm a big listener of your podcast. Been listening to you since the beginning. And you know, you actually gave us a shout out. Me and my husband, you gave us a shout out on your podcast for one of our iTunes reviews. I was the woman that said that, you know, we're so grateful that you're doing this. And you know, my husband and I are a team and we're looking to leave our jobs. And, uh, you know, that is our, that is our why. And, and, and that is our, you know, kind of our goal. And she goes, and I'd love to, I'd like to report to you right now that my husband just left his job. So I want to say thank you. And, and that right there to me is, is everything guys. I mean, a lot of people say, Scott, why do you do this? And some people say, Oh, Scott, I know why you do it because you want to sell your course. Well, the thing is, is you know, that that's not the reason, right? The, the reason I started this thing is because I wanted to be able to connect with like-minded people. I wanted to be able to help people. It's just what I do. But I also wanted to be able to connect and, and hear other people's stories and have a little bit, uh, just a little bit of an effect on someone that listens and takes action. And honestly, when I hear stuff like that, that right there is the best payment in the world is to be able to have someone say that because of something that I shared helped them. I mean, obviously they got to do the work, but it helped them uh, either open their eyes to something or give them the, you know, the motivation to go out there and do it. And from there be able to, to, to feel as I was a part of that is that is an amazing feeling. So I want to thank 
everyone that did come up to me at the event and and wanted to you know just talk and and shake hands and just meet in person. I want to say thank you so much. It, it meant a lot, and I really do appreciate it. Uh, it was just it was awesome. I met a ton of great people at that event. All right, so. I want to give a shout out to our TAS community too because everyone in there is awesome as well and I know some of you, a lot of you couldn't make the event or make my own event or whatever, right? We couldn't meet. We will eventually. Hopefully, we can meet and have that cup of coffee and that's what we're going to do today. Uh, I will be um, doing that. I'll be answering your questions. Uh, Before I do jump into that, if you guys are interested at all at ever attending one of our live events. We only have 30 people attend, though. We have 10 hot seats and 20 attendees. If you're ever looking to join us, we have an announcement list where you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash live, and from there, you can sign up to that list, and I'll only notify you when we are considering doing another live event. Right now, we don't have any dates in mind, but we are definitely going to be doing another one because we had such an amazing time, and everyone there was saying, When are you doing the next one? So I'm pretty sure that a lot of the people that already attended are going to want to attend again, but we do want to open it up to other people. Um, And uh, if you're interested at all, definitely register on that list and we'll let you know more details when we know those details. All right. So let's go ahead and dive into today's first question and I'll give you my answer. Hi, Scott. This is Matt from Washington State. I want to say thank you for all you've done. Great podcast. Love it. Uh, I've listened to everything in just over three weeks. Can't wait for more. Hopefully someday I'll get to make an event and uh, we'll have a good time. I'm going to meet you. Good stuff. I have a question that pertains to when you put a product up. I know it's possible to have it listed in under more than one category. Uh, Each category can have separate fee structures. As an example, if you have... if you have your classic garlic press, it's usually would be listed in home and garden, which is about a 15% fee. However, if you have a super duper garlic press, industrial grade, and you sell it um, uh, in your food service category, that's a 12% fee structure. If you had those both on one listing, if you're even able to, because I don't know, how would Amazon charge you? Is it how? I don't know. I was curious. I couldn't find anything. I haven't heard references to this anywhere else. Maybe I just missed it. Uh, hope to get an answer from you, or maybe you can point me and everyone else to AM's good resource. Um, uh, I'll say thank you again. Love your work. Love your show. Wish you all this um, success in the world, and uh, have a great one. Bye-bye. Hey, Matt, thanks so much for the question, and that's a good one. That's a good question. Uh, A lot of people don't understand and realize, and maybe they just don't know, and I mean, heck, I didn't know for a little while, uh, that categories, different categories have different fee structures, okay? So, I mean, you can go right to Amazon, and you can do a search and look at the fee structures. I'll go ahead, and I will link up something inside of the show notes if you wanted to go and uh, and see the show notes, and uh, I, I also have transcripts too. I should have reminded you guys in the beginning, if you guys are brand new, we do offer transcripts for free, um, and you can find them at theamazingseller.com forward slash 205. That's this episode. It'll have the show notes and all that stuff that we talk about will be right there. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's different fee structures for different categories, and what you're asking, I believe, Matt, is if you're in two different categories, 
which one do they bill you from or which one do you get charged against? Um, and to my understanding, it's your one main category, right? So we can be listed in a main category, but then we can be listed in those subcategories, right? So you need to figure out what category is going to make most sense. I wouldn't do it just based off of the fee structure. That to me wouldn't be the right mindset, the right way to go about it because you may be not positioning yourself into a certain category because you're trying to save a few you know, pennies over here on this fee structure. I would go to the main, the top level. We call it the top level category. If you're in home and kitchen, it's home and kitchen, right? If that's the main uh, keyword or the, the keyword, the main category that you, um, that you want to be in and that you think makes the most sense, then go in that one. But the subcategories, that's different, right? The subcategories just means that you could be in another uh, top level, but then you go deeper inside of that category. Um, so that there wouldn't necessarily affect the top level. So I guess the short answer is really figure out what category makes the most sense for your product and list your product there. The other subcategories are just, to me, bonus. They're like icing on the cake. They're also a great way for you to see what category you could fit into and what one has the least amount of competition for BSR. So this way here, you can rank inside that category high, so then you can get a best seller's badge. That's another strategy that I would look into. What other category could you get your product listed in? And this is, again, a subcategory. What category could you get in there that you could easily be ranked number one because there's not a lot of competition in that category? And then you could do a better job there, and then you can get that bestseller badge slapped on your uh, your listing, and then that will also, in turn, most likely, not always, help with your conversions. So that's what I would probably say, Matt, is go after the category that makes the most sense, and then from there, you know, add the subcategories that you think you could get the best bang for your buck, in a sense, all right? So thanks again for being a longtime listener, a loyal listener. I appreciate it, and uh, yeah, hopefully someday we can shake hands, have that cup of coffee, and uh, and, and get to, to meet in person. So thanks again. Keep me posted on uh, on your uh on, on your product and, and your business. I'd really love to hear how you make out in the next few months. All right. So let's go ahead and listen to another question and I'll give you my answer. Hello. Hello, Mr. Scott and family. By family, I mean all your listeners throughout the planet. And I'm quite sure there's a lot of people that listen to you. You're very knowledgeable and you're very helpful. Anyway, here goes my question. I order about 60 items. I'm not going to mention the, the category. Uh, from China, I already got the items. <clears throat> I backed them up. I, I started my listing. Uh, I got it active right now. I mailed, I shipped it uh, to FBA. Uh, and I guess in, they went through to three different locations uh, within Amazon, within the States. And uh, it's been about a week. And I haven't seen any movement, basically. I haven't seen any sales yet. And I'm a little bit concerned. I'm most likely making a mistake somewhere. Uh, I'm not giving out any free items yet. Maybe that's one. And I'm not doing any pay-per-click PCCs. Um, I guess that's another mistake that I'm making. But I'm wondering if I need to do that in order to get moving, to get some sales going. Um, the, the, 
the category is pretty good. Uh, it's something that is used throughout the year, all year long, every year and every single day by families. Um, but anyways, I'm trying to see if I can start this thing moving. I'm trying to get some sales. And I haven't had any sales yet. Um, I was wondering if you could give me some ideas on how I could start moving this train. Um, I'm not going to stop there. Obviously, if I don't get any sales and it's just a bust, I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to find another item and just and test it out, basically. All right, uh, that's my question. I'm trying to get some sales and I'm looking for ideas. How to, how to start moving my stuff within Amazon. I appreciate your feedback and thank you very much for, for your time. And uh, you have a blessed day. This is Franco from Hollywood, Florida. Bye. Well, hey, hey, Franco, what's up, man? From Florida, what's going on? Thank you so much for the question. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you being a listener. And uh, thank you for, uh, for sending out uh, some love to the, to, to the family and to myself. I appreciate that. And uh, right back at you. All right, brother. Uh, okay, so... Yeah, I mean, here's the deal, right? You, you've you've kind of did a little test launch here. I, I, I'm I'm assuming, right? Sixty units. I think that's what you said. Uh, you know, you haven't done anything other than just send them in to Amazon, right? And you know, if you're just going to send product in, there's a chance you're going to get a few sales here and there, just by accident, right? That can happen. And if that happens, you're on to you're on to something, right? You're on to the gold, right? But in most cases, that's not going to happen, all right? The very first thing that I would say you have to do, you don't have to do, but I would do, is I would turn on pay-per-click, right? I would look at my competition first off and I'd say, are they running pay-per-click? Even if they're not, how many reviews do they have? How many how many reviews am I kind of competing with? What is the depth and demand of their listings, right? How, how many are they selling on the average? How many can I expect to get? right? Because if you are going after a product that only gets two sales a day and you're getting none and they've been doing it a while, well, there's probably a good chance that you're not going to be able to you know, do that well. So I guess the first thing that I would do is I would turn on pay-per-click and I would do it for, I would do it for a um, automatic campaign and I would do it for a suggested keyword campaign. Those are the first two. If you wanted to, you know, really get crazy here, you could go ahead and, you know, run your listing uh, or you could run some com competition or some competitors listings in Google Keyword Planner. You could do it in Keyword Inspector. You can do it wherever you want. Get those ideas uh, of some some just random keywords that could potentially, uh, you know, help you rank or help you get, you know, get seen. But if you don't have in the back end of your listing, if that's not built out, again, I don't know any of this data, but if that's not built out, well, that could be a factor, right? So these are different factors that you need to make sure that are there. I'm assuming that your pictures are good. I'm assuming that your title's good. I'm assuming that your bullets are good, your description's good. I'm assuming that all of your search terms in the back end are filled out. I'm assuming all of that stuff is in place. If all of that stuff is in place and you've sent in your inventory, first step, is to give away uh, if you if you think you need to if you think that you need to get some reviews again you're not giving them away necessarily to you know get a BSR bump which you know that may help a little just to kind of get you seen um, from Amazon and in Amazon's eyes it kind of like it, it kind of puts you on the map but it doesn't mean that that's necessarily why you're doing it you're you're doing the the promo to really start the review process. So this way here, when you show up in pay-per-click, you're going to have some social proof there from other people that have purchased your product that can give 
feedback and they can give a review, right? So my first thing would be, if you're not going to do a review, then I would start at least with pay-per-click. If you want to do a review, I would go and give away 15 or 20 units maybe to start, uh, maybe spread those out over a few days, and then from there, I would turn on pay-per-click at the same time. I would run the auto campaign, and I would also run the suggested keyword campaign as well. And again, the first thing that you could do is just turn on the ad campaign or turn on an ad campaign and then run the the suggested keyword and see how many keywords Amazon is saying that you're relevant for. That'll tell you how well your listing is optimized. That's another thing that you should probably do like right away. But you can't expect to just send an inventory and let it sit there and expect it to sell. Does that happen sometimes? Sure. Uh, It's not that likely. You have to kind of get the ball rolling and the two ways that I've done it in recently just did it uh, with a with kind of like a test product is I did exactly that. I gave away 25 units to get the reviews coming in. Also, it gets the sales kind of on the map of Amazon. And then from there, I started pay-per-click with those two campaigns. So that's what I would suggest. Um, I think if you do that, you'll be able to get a, a sense of, you know, if you have a product that will start to get sales. So hopefully this has helped you. I appreciate Kind words, I appreciate the question, and keep at it, man. And I like the attitude, right? If this one isn't that uh, that base hit or that double, well, you're going to go up and get in the batter's box, and you're going to take another swing, right? You're going to go ahead and find that next product. So I love the attitude, and I think anyone listening should listen to what you had said in your question because... Some people would just kind of glaze over that. I picked up on that, and that's really, really awesome stuff. So congratulations, and good luck to you, and uh, keep me posted. All right, so let's go ahead and listen to another question, and I'll give you my answer. Hi, Scott. This is April from Ohio. Uh, Thank you for all that you do. I've gotten great benefit from all the content you put out there. And I, I found you in the fall, and I just launched my first product at the end of February. And it's been live for about three and a half weeks. And I've followed your methodology. I've done uh, some promotions. I've given away about 60 units. I've been running PPC since the beginning and, and still continue to do that. And I'm currently selling about 10 to 15 units a day, which I'm very happy with. Um, the only issue is, is that I'm still on th- the top of the third page for my main keyword. And so I'm wondering if I should give away more units or if I should temporarily lower my price or to do neither of those things and kind of just wait for a bit and see where things shake out. Um, Like I said, I'm happy with selling 10 to 15 units a day, but if I could be on page one and sell 30 units a day, that would be even better. So I'm just wondering what your next step would be if you were in my situation uh, three and a half weeks after launch. So would love to hear your answer. And again, thanks for all you do. Uh, Okay, thanks. Bye. Hey, April, thank you so much for the question. And congratulations, by the way, 10 to 15 sales per day after three weeks. I think that's a victory. I think that's uh, we should probably celebrate on that. Let's uh, let's all have a round of applause for for April. If you're not if you're driving, don't take your hands off the wheel. But if you're running, you can go ahead and clap. Let's clap together on that one. Awesome job. That's amazing. So really excited for you. And I think that yes, you can probably do a little more um, to get yourself ranking, but. Let's also keep in mind that you've only been at this for three weeks, right? Usually, you want to give it at least four, 
four to six, maybe even eight weeks before you start considering, well, I'm not ranking, right? Uh, because it's going to take a little time to kind of get yourself in, you know, in the Amazon algorithm, right? But so far, I mean, even ranking on page two is pretty good. So that means that you're almost there. So what I would do, I, this is what I would do personally right now, is I would probably try to focus on that keyword that you think is the primary keyword. If you're if you're on page two and you're almost on page one, and I would start to drive some phrase match traffic to, you know, from that keyword, I would start driving traffic to that keyword, but in a phrase match, not in an exact match at this point. An exact match is great, but you're only going to show up at, for the exact match. We still can, that can still help us rank for that primary keyword, even if we have an extender on it, or if we have something that's on the front of it, it's still going to be the meat of the keyword, right? So what I would do is I would I would take and I would create a campaign that was only targeting that keyword or those three keywords that you really want to rank on page one for, and then I would focus my whole budget on that. Another little side tip here, um, at our live event, uh, I was talking to a a gentleman that kind of gave us a little bit of a tip on this that they were experimenting with, and that was that if you have a thousand keywords in a campaign and you're putting a $25 a day budget on that or even a $50 budget, Amazon's taking that $50 and it's it's allowing it to be used on a 1,000 keywords. So you may not show up as much. So that means you won't get as much that many impressions. You won't get as many clicks because obviously you're not getting the impressions, right? So if you condense those campaigns down, it's something I'm experimenting with right now. If you're able to to take those campaigns and shrink them down even to, you know, 300 per campaign or 350 or whatever, right? The smaller the campaign goes and then the budget is for that campaign you're able to put more of that budget towards lesser keywords, if that makes sense. So this way here, now you will spend more money, so be careful. You want to take your, if you only want to spend 100 bucks a day on your overall account, you need to go to your main settings on your account for your entire account, your entire pay-per-click account, and you want to set that for $100, not just thinking, well, I'm going to set this for 25 this for 25 this for 25 and so on. That can still go over. Amazon has been known to go over. But if you set your overall, your kind of like your overarching budget for your entire account, that will keep it from going over those limits. All right. So just a little side note there. Pretty important side note. So definitely make sure that you do that. But what I would do in your case is I'd find those two or three or four or even five keywords. I'd put them in a phrase match and then I would run, you know, like 20, 25 bucks towards those keywords alone, all right? And then that way there, you can take more of your money and concentrate it on those keywords that you want to rank for. And then as you start to see sales come in from them, you'll probably see a rank increase as well. And uh, and then from there, once you see that, guess what? You know what keywords are, are driving the sales the most. Now you're going to see that. And guess what? You can either pause the ones that aren't doing well, or you can keep them all on if they're doing well. And then you can just dial up the money, right? So instead of doing 25 bucks, you bring it to 50 bucks. So that way there you have more control on those. And it also you're going to be able to see if it's helping you rank by, by, uh, by getting sales through those phrase match. Now, over time, if you look at your data report or at your, your search report, and you're seeing that you are getting a lot of your impressions and sales and clicks through an exact match, that's the time that you would pull out that keyword of the exact 
match, that exact phrase, put that in its own campaign all by itself, and then you would put a budget on just that keyword in an exact match. All right. Now, anyone that's listening that this is way, way over your head, don't worry about it. If you're at the beginning stages, stay in the beginning stages. When you get to this point and you've launched, that's when you think about this stuff. But right now, do not jump ahead, okay? I just need to say that because I know a lot of people, they, they love to jump ahead. You're not there yet. Don't get confused. Don't get overwhelmed. When you're at that point, that's when we get to that point, all right? So definitely, definitely stay where you are. But to uh, kind of come back to you know this situation, you are launched. You're doing 10 to 15 a day. Now, the other thing is I would ask is I would say, okay, we're, we're doing okay. We're doing 10 or 15 sales a day. Is that average or is my competition doing 30, 40 sales a day? Now, you kind of alluded to you could maybe do 30 sales a day. That's making me think that you've looked at your competition and some of them are doing 30, 40 a day. So you have room to grow, right? You have room to improve. Well, if that's the case, now we got to look at conversions, right? We got to say, okay, you're getting how many sessions to your listing every single day, right? Or, or over the course of a week. Let's say you get 1,000 right? And you're converting at 12%. Well, let's say that the reason why you're converting at 12% is because you have less reviews than your competition. So if we can get more reviews, that means that we might convert at 15%. Well, guess what? If we start converting higher, you're probably going to rank better as well because we get, we're getting more sales, right? So see, it all kind of comes back to the sales and how can we get more sales even if all we're doing is getting a higher conversion rate because we've tweaked a few things, whether it's images, whether it's title, whether it's reviews, any of that stuff. So that's what I would be thinking about. As far as lowering your price, I'm not sure that I would go there just yet, all right? I don't think I would go there just yet. I would try those other things first, and then I think as another strategy, I might lower it for a day or two, see what it does, and I might do that on the days that I see my sales are usually higher. Usually, you can look back at your month, and you can see that, yep, Tuesdays are better, like Tuesdays are higher for whatever reason. Every I think every product or every market is different, but let's just say that on Tuesdays, you know, your, your sales are always up, right? Well, then that might be the day that you might want to lower your price just to kind of get another spike in sales, to kind of bump it even higher. So instead of getting, you know, 15 sales a day, you bump that to 25 sales a day. And then guess what? That might help you, you know, improve your ranking uh, over time. And again, these are things that aren't going to just happen overnight. You're not going to run that paper click for three days and see a bump in your ranking um, automatically. It's going to take time. And, and I always tell people, including myself, is like you need to give it a full four to six weeks to really see where you're where you're kind of settling in in the ranking from what you've done during the launch. So uh, that's what I would do. Hopefully that's been helpful. Sounds like you're doing awesome. And I'm just I'm so happy for you. So that's really, really cool. Keep me posted on uh on if you try any of this stuff and and how it how it works and then just just how, how you're doing in general and also how you're doing with future products i'd love to hear your progress so keep me posted anybody that i that i mention here on the podcast in this episode or any past uh episodes definitely reach out to me and keep me posted on on the results on, on what you're doing and maybe if you've had some ups and downs whatever it is let me know. I'd love to be able to uh, to just follow up with you and, and kind of hear how you're doing. Uh, so that would be awesome. So 
Uh, that's pretty much going to wrap up this episode. This has, again, been another great episode. You guys know I love doing this. And like I said, when we did this at the at the TAS Breakthrough Live event, it was like awesome, right? It was real. It was like all of us in a room. Like it was everything I could have imagined and more. It was just awesome, mind-blowing. So really, really um, awesome. Just I, I I'm still excited about it. Can you tell? Uh, so again, if you guys want to hear more about an upcoming live, I'm talking in-person event, uh, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash live. You'll probably see the last one and it was sold out. Um, if you don't, you'll probably see a page where you can register. Wherever you can register on that page, register, and then you'll be notified when we start announcing any uh, any new event that we're going to, going to be doing. Now, if you want to attend one of our live workshops, this is like virtually where we get on, we kind of walk through the five phases to picking a product, launching a product, and all that good stuff, and also some live Q&A. Again, virtually, you can come anywhere that you're, lo- from whenever, wherever you're located. We have people come from all over the world. Uh, so if you want to attend one of them, you can register at theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. And we usually have an upcoming one there listed on that page. So just go there, register if you're interested. Would love to hang out with you. Would love to meet you virtually. And we can hang out and have that cup of coffee together. And we can uh, we can really get to work inside of this business model. So that's it, guys. That's going to wrap it up. Once again, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I know you guys have tons and tons of, uh, of opportunities out there to listen to other people. And I'm really, really honored and privileged to have you listen to this show. And you guys have made the show what it is today. And I just wanted to say thank you. So remember, I'm here for you and I believe in you and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me and say it now. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.